everyone, and welcome to the Told Her podcast. If you're listening to this, welcome. If you're watching this, double welcome to my living room. Um, I'm Devin Penny, your host. And if you know me from my practice or from my other Instagram or TikTok or whatever else, you know the story. If not, I am a certified self-development coach who has authored a couple self-help books, and I am starting Told Her, spelled T-L-D-H-E-R, because I find that women in their 20s are usually the people who benefit the most from self-development work and also have the least amount of time, the least amount of money, the least amount of energy to spend on themselves and neglect themselves. Um, So I want to make it really easy and really accessible for you to just have a space where you can come to weekly, whether it's on the podcast or on Instagram or on TikTok for a little word of wisdom, um, or if it's group coaching or a workshop, um, and then eventually events. So this is for us. This is just a safe space for women in their 20s. And I will tell you, I just turned 30. So I feel confident enough to be giving advice on the subject now. But my 20s were maxed out. I did everything. I had lots of different jobs. I started many different careers. I started businesses. I failed in business. I had long-term relationships. I had situationships. I was single. I had one night stands. I enjoyed my life. I went out till 4 a.m. I went to bed at 7 p.m. I did therapy. I did my own coaching. I did absolutely nothing and drank my face off. There are lots of phases that I went through in my 20s. And I honestly think that that's a common theme with all of us, where for the first time, maybe since we're infants, we're doing everything for the first time. It's new. Everything is new. Your relationships in your 20s are different than any other time in your life. Your career is different. Your friendships are different. There are friendship breakups. You have to leave people behind. There are really hard things to get over. There are really awesome new opportunities to dive into. So I think that Told Her is really just about having the conversations that I have with a lot of my female clients in their 20s and telling the stories of my 20s and what I learned and how I got through them, quite honestly, because we know that... It's a lot of things, but it's not easy. You get better at it. It does not get easier. So wherever you are in your 20s, I want this to be really inclusive. I want this to be about the person who's 22 and just getting into their first real job. I want this to be about the person who got married at 25 and had a baby at 28 or got divorced in their 20s or has been single. It's not just about one type of person, one theme in your 20s. It's about creating the life that you want to create for yourself and building the foundation of what you want in your adulthood. You know, this is the first time we really transition through this period of what worked for me as a child, what did I learn as a child, and now what doesn't work for me as an adult, and what do I not want to bring into the future with me? 
That being said, I want this to be a space where, again, you can come and feel safe to have vulnerable conversations, to have the real conversations, again, that everybody's talking about just behind closed doors. I want to talk about relationships. I want to talk about money. I want to talk about the relationship with your parents and how that shifts in your 20s. Um, I want to talk about the relationship with yourself, your body, food, all of those different things when we are actually catapulted into the quote-unquote real world, what we do, how we operate, how we feel. And I also, most importantly, want to help you build a life that feels good to you. Because as said before, I really think that your 20s are kind of this foundational building block of the rest of your adulthood. It's not that every decision impacts your future. It's really not. I know that it seems that way and I know everything seems so important, but it's more so about gathering information about yourself. The first time you're on your own, even if you're living with roommates or you're still living with your parents or anything like that, you are effectively on your own in your 20s. And what does that look like for you? Do you know yourself well? Do you like yourself? Do you love yourself? Do you want to hang out with yourself? Have you ever hung out with yourself? What does it look like in your relationships and your dynamic with other people? Do you work well with others? Do you maybe not? Have you ever had a relationship? Do you want a relationship? There are so many different things to discover about yourself and the beauty and also the really scary part about your 20s is that it's all trial and error. You try a million different things. You fail at a million different things. You get up, you decide, I liked that. I didn't like that. What did I like about that? What didn't I like about that? Et cetera, et cetera. So again, just here to have those conversations and to share some of my own personal anecdotes and stories and the lessons that I've learned with you along the way, because as said, I really maxed out my 20s. I did all the things. And some of the things were really unenjoyable. And some of them were really fucking fun. I want to take you back to my first couple of months in my 20s. I do want to just give you an understanding of how I have come pretty far, <laughs> how different my life looks at 30 than it did at 20. And what it's been like to just sort of transition through all the different phases. So when I was 20, I had already moved to New York. I moved to New York when I was 19. It was August and I was turning 20 in November. I had had this boyfriend at the time that was my high school boyfriend. Of course, you know, I think I'm going to marry this guy, but he had a lot of his own demons to battle with and deal with. Um, and as much as I wanted to be along for that ride, it was slowly killing me. So in August and September, I started classes at the college that I went to in New York, which I eventually dropped out of, but it was called LIM. I had transferred to this school from Loyola University in Chicago. Both experiences were totally fine. Just the college experience in general was not for me which you will see as a general theme that I take the path of most resistance at all points in time in my 20s. So I move into my apartment in New York in October because it had been under construction for August and September. And I was going in and out of the city for classes for those two months. And a lot of times my boyfriend would come with me. So we were in and out of hotels. Honestly, just such a weird 
moment in time for me. I was in the midst of this huge transition. I was with this person that I knew the relationship had run its course. Like the year prior, he had cheated on me. I had broken up with him. I then got back together with him six or eight months later or whatever. And I just wasn't into it. And I, it was very clear to me that things were over. And we were in a very interesting situation in the sense that he had custody over his younger sister. So he had an apartment. One of these weekends while he and I were away in a hotel, he got a call on his phone from the landlord saying like, you need to get everybody out of your house. Like you can't have parties there. It's getting out of hand. Someone just called the cops, etc. So it was his little sister who threw this major rager at his apartment and that she was living at. And we were in New York and like dealing with things like we were parents. I've lived a lot of lives in this decade. This was in like late September. I was just getting ready to move into my apartment in October and my birthday is in November. I remember feeling like I had to stay with him through my birthday because otherwise like I had no friends here. I had nothing to do. And I remember him coming into the city for my birthday and I had no furniture. We were sitting on my floor and I think I might've gotten like pizza or I don't know, something that was just like very casual. I don't think I cooked and we were sitting on the floor. And you know, what's really funny about this situation? Like, I think that that is honestly the last time we were ever together that I saw him, but I do not like do not at all either blacked it out or it was so insignificant to me by the time that it happened. Do not remember at all breaking up like not at all. I have no recollection of when it happened, but I know it was around the time of my birthday. Um, because I just was like, this can't keep happening. Like I'm so not into this and I could feel that I was so not into it. And I just knew better, but I think those relationships out of high school and college, like you want to stay in them because that's what you are told is like the nicest, sweetest, most loving kind of relationship. And maybe your parents had something like that. Like my parents met in college, right? So my understanding of what love was is that it comes from this really young age. And if you meet somebody that you connect with and that you really like when you're young, like you're so lucky and you'll be able to be with them forever. So in the back of my head, I'm sure I had a lot of these tropes. And honestly, like I did like him. He was a good person. But relationships just run their course. When you know it's over, it's really over. And you just got to cut the cord. Like it can't be the thing that holds you back. And I think that holding on to relationships for too long has been something that I've done my whole life because I always see the potential in people. I see the greatness in what someone could be. It's actually what makes me unbelievable at my job, um, but sometimes keeps me in relationships for a long time because I'm always super futuristic and I'm like, oh, if this person could just do this, this, and this, then they would be a rock star and like we would be the best couple and have the best relationship. Newsflash, things do not work like that, especially in your 20s. No one else is thinking the way that you're thinking. And you do not need to wait for someone to fulfill their potential in order to be 
your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your spouse, your partner, your lover, whatever else, because it's up to others to fulfill their own potential. I digress. So we broke up and I was single and footloose and fancy free in the city. I met some girlfriends here, one in particular, who's still my New York city bestie. And we would go out, but I was underage. Like I was, I had a fake ID, I think, but I was underage in New York city, going out all the time, drinking all the time, having fun regardless. And truly never looked back. All this to say, my 20s started out with me in a new city, breaking up with a long-term boyfriend, with no friends, with no furniture, with no idea what I was doing whatsoever. Truly no idea what I was doing. And now 11 years later, I am 30. I've lived in the city the whole time. I have a wonderful group of girlfriends. I have had wonderful relationships. I have had many different careers and am currently in what I feel like is my true calling and have more confidence in myself, my intuition, my decisions than ever. So just to give you a little understanding of how far you come in your 20s and what that journey is like is very different for everybody. But I really did start out my decade of trial and error, trying things that were really big, having lots of error, failing at many things, really like not having a clue. Like I moved to New York City, not having a slight understanding of what I was doing and have made some of the most amazing connections and have felt like I am such a part of something so much bigger. So I've built a beautiful life for myself and I would like to show you how to do the same and help guide you in that direction. And if you already have a beautiful life, bonus. It's just about how to maintain that and how you want to grow that and what you think about your future and how that relates to your present. But that's what I do as a coach. I help people get from point A to point B and I have helped myself do it time and time again. I've gone through lots of transitions, especially in my twenties. I've had lots of successes, lots of failures, all of which I needed equally and all that contributed to who I am now and today. hope that you follow along and that if you are wanting to know how to build a foundation of your life in your 20s and what that looks like for you and what that feels like for you, how to get to know yourself best so that you can do your best for yourself and then for others, I would love if you follow along. And if you have any specific questions for podcasts or for YouTube or whatever else I'm doing, this is very out of my comfort zone. So I'm just going to go with it until something feels not so good about it. Right now it feels good. And like I said, I've got a light going and it's really like doing a lot for me. Um, 
think that it's really important to, in your 20s, just recognize that it's going to be a trial period of everything. And you should be willing to try almost everything. Don't do stupid shit, but do the stuff that seems like it's worth taking the risk and that the reward might pay off. I think that in our 20s, like I said before, every decision feels like it is a monumental one. It feels like it's going to alter the course of your life and the direction of which you're going. And I just think that we take it a little bit more seriously than we need to all the time. Some things are really serious and that's completely valid. But I would really encourage you if you are in your 20s to take sort of like a 30,000 foot view of your life. What's working for you right now? What's not working for you right now? Where do you want to be? Not necessarily in five years or 10 years or six months, but just in the future. Like where do you see yourself ending up? In my experience, everything about being in your 20s is about trusting yourself. And the way that you build trust with yourself is through confidence and through understanding your worth and by making decisions and sticking to them and also keeping promises to yourself. It's a very important thing to be able to look to your future, understand that you want something, and then kind of know how to go get it and not in a way that's all this surface level bullshit in the small ways, in the baby steps, in the day-to-day stuff that's actually going to help you sustain and maintain a certain lifestyle that you want to live. So again, if you're interested in any of that and in hearing anything that I have to say, here we are. And if you're not, then thanks for stopping by. But I think that this is going to be a really great way for women in their 20s to connect and to curate their lives together, apart, individually, to have great conversations, and to really cultivate a community that I'm hoping to build here. So thanks again for just listening to me rant and maybe even watching me in my new light. And lastly, if you're feeling like total shit about your life right now, like you're lost, and you feel lost, and you don't know what to do next, just take a step back and just take a moment. A lot of times when you don't know what to do, sitting still helps more than the constant act of doing. Just being and listening to yourself and giving yourself permission to slow down and not always be so productive is a way to really gain some clarity. So if you're feeling that way right now, maybe just try to sit for a second with yourself, with your thoughts, and to not get so caught up in what you want to be doing and where you wish you were and what you wish were different about your life that you can't enjoy yourself now. Because I can guarantee that right now, even if you don't have everything figured out, which none of us do, that you are doing the best you can. You're a good person. It's all going to work out for you. And I have never, never, not one time, truly never, not one time, known someone who has wanted something badly enough and who has not.